0: know how it go, shout out OCT, no real cut. Color what we see, whole game ready,
2: To the Baller Alert Show Podcast Available everywhere You get your podcast. Please continue to Like, subscribe And share Our YouTube page At Baller Alert TV I go by the name Of Ferrari Simmons
3: I go by the name You know BT OCT what up Little scrappy In the building hey. hey What's
2: happening Looking rather Warm my
3: brother Oh yeah. yeah It's quite cold outside You know what I'm saying
2: I'm sure some folks Are going to be upset That you're, yeah, you're Peter, wearing Yeah, Peter, an Peter going to call
3: you Or animals But do they, but they, they, they what I say you know what I'm saying? Back in the day, that's how we was able to stay warm. You know what I'm saying? We Amen. had to skin some. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I feel make like it worse, I, but go I, ahead. Feel, I feel no, no, no. I feel like shoot. I mean, I had to pick cotton. My people had to pick kaya. Hmm. when other people wore you know wore it on their back. That we work so hard for. Our people work hard for. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't no uproar about that. It's still it's still cotton fields out there. It ain't no uproar about that. So I just tell people, mind your business. Let me live my life. I don't even rock for like that all the time, but I'm going to rock it right now. Okay, cold it for all. All yeah. right, we just going to say it's, it's fake, it's not, it's not real. No, nah, I don't think he wants you to say that. Yeah, I think I want you to say, like you said, if you in the jungle and you see Scrap fighting a bear, say the damn bear. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely was talking about that you off camera.
2: <laughs> Man, you know, I've known you for a very long time, Scrapper. Uh I definitely could see you a friend. But I actually said Hold off camera. a second. so i consider you a friend but i never got to interview you
3: right right right.
2: we've never really sat down and talked and i was telling octavia and bt that you really have history in the culture of music period yeah like around it you you have a stamp and you have a, a period where you were the guy Mm, i, I was, remember that
3: i was yes or john was the guy
2: no mm. little scrappy was oh, the guy
3: oh i appreciate that
2: i i remember i remember, mm. I, remember. <laughs> I i remember Definitely. no problems Definitely. i remember all these records they, those are your records thank you um so i wanted to take it back there now where exactly is little scrappy from
3: i'm from Southside atlanta you know what okay. i'm saying cleveland avenue uh, I stayed in Cleveland Avenue, uh, Pryor Road, Lakewood Village, Carver Home, all that. You know what now, I'm saying?
2: Now, growing up, what was like? What was it like growing up for you? Like, how how, how was both parents in the household or?
3: No, nah, I mean I, I had it like how I got it, how my kids got it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mom over here, dad over there. Were you the cool guy in school? Athletic?
2: Did you play sports? Like,
3: yeah, I okay. got hot in this motherfucker. <laughs>
0: yeah. I know you hot. Help <laughs> the bell.
3: Okay, so uh, I I play sports like from. Little league, all the way to like football, basketball, football and basketball, all the way to like high school. Then high school came. I did like one year. I tried out. I was like, this is too much. I Where called. everybody started getting taller. Yeah, I, I just stayed short. You know what I mean? I was like, wow. Hey, bro. that's what happened to me. I was like, this ain't even like a good look for a short nigga like me. You know what I mean? I had no dreams. <laughs> you know what I mean? All my dreams got murdered. You know what I mean? It was like, you no. Know, I was looking at everybody. I'm like, huh, nigga, you were just my height last year, my nigga. Like, I was yeah. tall. That's how it happened You know what I mean Like then nigga be all over the Voice done got deep and shit I'm like Damn what's wrong with her Like <laughs> I'm at my dad I'm like When is it gonna happen for me Like am I gonna change Or something like that He was like See you probably gonna stay the same <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> At least he kept
3: it real Cause some yeah. people,
2: parents Would be like no, you gonna have a growth spurt too and then Yeah you,
3: you know. But see But see Like I always been in the gym though You know what I'm saying My daddy he, he was a power lifter So I always been in the gym Like messing with that stuff You know what I'm saying So I I always was cut or ripped up and then, you know, when I went to boot camp. Why did you go to boot camp? Um it, it's a it's a dude that that's around here. that's that's one of my one of my 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 brothers, man. I mean, we went to school, man. We was selling weed in school. First he got caught in high school? Yeah, first he got caught and then I got caught. But um just so happened the principal at that time, Mr. Bradshaw, you know what I'm saying? I was going to see the grow and um uh, Mr. Bradshaw, he said, uh, they brought me to the office police and stuff, and they showed me the stuff. They were like, Yeah, so that's your we already know, you know. And it was like, but the thing though, like, it's gonna hurt your grandparents' feelings, they see they you go to jail, man. It's crazy. I'm like, what you talking about? He said, Yeah, I know your grandparents. He said, I went to he was I was in the army with your granddaddy mm. and I taught school with your grandma. I was like, Oh, my mama mama was a teacher, so I was like, Dang, he was like, Yeah, they call you scrapping that here, don't I? I was like I was like you know.
4: And y- your grandparents meant a lot to you.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I, I was really like, nah, don't tell them about <laughs> hey, you know, you <laughs> man, tell my mama, you know what <laughs> I'm telling <them, laughs> like, Because my mama knew to get down, cause she would you know, she would give me weed, but she said, Don't sell it at school. You know mm. what I'm saying? She was like And you was selling know. it at school. Yeah, I you know, just and then so he said, Look, do what I do. He said, I had an officer right there gone with we'll throw it away. But he said you gotta go to boot camp. He said either one or the other. He said we can, you can go to jail right now, and of course your grandmother gonna find out. Everybody, you know. And he said, look, you should go to boot camp. Like you can get your schoolwork, brother. Like, brother, like you got a 0.0 grade average. Like, what the fuck is that? Damn. <laughs> he said that mean you. No, know, that was possible. That nigga said it it like you, you. I mean, they say you be here. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was <laughs> like, ask
2: you, do you not go to class? Or
3: what? I just regular school when interesting to me the way they taught me like the, the lady told me straight up like like you ain't gonna never be nothing. you know what i'm saying i was like how is that possible like i'm gonna be the biggest star in the world like how is that possible she was like i don't care what you're saying you're never gonna be nothing. you you don't even know how to do this stuff like yeah i was yeah, like that's what your teacher told you yeah i'll do like that I just, I just got up and i was like well i don't need to be here then you feel me <laughs> And I just walked about this bit, you know what I'm
4: Where did the name Scrappy come from? Who gave you that?
3: Uh, the hood, back in the day was a long, long time ago. I was just fighting all the time. And then not because I wanted to fight, because like, I just did not want to fight. Like, they always just like, I was small, they always just want to fight me, because I'm like, we play football, I run a little too fast. I juggle some and then everybody laughing at him, then they won't fight me. You know what I'm mean? saying? Like, I make a shot at the basketball <laughs> everybody laugh, nigga want to fight me. You know what I mean? like, and every time the old man used to be right there, he'd be like, boy, that boy don't get enough of fighting, but he always fighting. A little scrap. Scrap, always fighting. And I used to hear him say that all the time. He'd be like, scrap it. And I just used to start looking at him like, he talking to me. Like, he talking about me. And so I just, I just kept it with me. You know what, what,
4: what age mean? was that?
3: It was like nine or 10. Okay. Yeah.
4: I had a question, though, um, when you were explaining about your um, grandparents versus your mother, mm-hmm. like her parents. Yeah. Um, they seemed a little bit more, um, you know, like you said, when your grandmother was a teacher. Yeah. And well, what did your grandfather do?
3: My granddad, he was in the Army for years. Like, so he retired in, from the Army Uh, started doing National Guard Um. Uh, he was actually in the um was that war, uh, when I was little? Vietnam? No, no, I ain't that old. I was about to say yeah. Vietnam. I wasn't here. Those, I, <laughs> just, I wasn't even thought of. Yeah, I wasn't even thought of. it. wars. There's like, a storm. Um,
4: Desert storm. Desert storm?
3: Okay. Storm? Storm? storm. He was. He was storm? in, was in that, that, that. That was his <laughs> last. <laughs> that was his last <laughs> little <laughs> get down. You know what I'm <laughs> <man>? saying?
4: <laughs> so I know that's probably a mommy question, but um.
3: And he worked. And he worked for General Motors when. General Motors was at their height when they first came. You know. Fine.
4: So it seemed like they made like an honest living. Um, your grandparents. What do you think made your mom, like, turn to the streets to get money and stuff?
3: Uh, my stepdad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, my mama just, she um she wasn't, she not the type to you know, she'll ask. And once she feel like, you know what I'm saying, it's a problem with her asking for help, then she gonna go do what she gotta do. You mm. know what I'm saying? Especially take her kid. I don't think if if we was, if we me and my sister weren't here, I don't think she would have did it. You know mm. what I'm saying? But... Uh, she was just doing what she had to do, you know what I'm saying? I always say, like, my mama, she like a real man because she'll do shit that a man ain't going to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, not for their kids, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So your mama has always been like this. Yeah. Like, this ain't TV. No, nah, my mama is actually worse than TV. Oh.
4: <laughs> in real yeah, life? In real oh. life,
3: yeah. Like, she, yeah. We'll be right back with more of the Baller Alert Show
1: Delve into the visceral world of hip hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel every Thursday, each episode provides an in depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s
5: it's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: You're listening to a special edition of the Baller Alert Show. Hey, you are now tuned in to the Baller Alert Show with your boy, bitch Scrap.
4: Going back, what was the influence that led you to rap?
3: Man, my, my fathers, man Tupac, Biggie, um, Jay Z. Outcast, you know what I'm saying? Goody Mob, like, just that soundtrack. You know what I'm saying? When I was growing up, that soundtrack was hella influenceable. Like, I mean, I really was listening to that music, man. It changed my life. It got me through them hard times, you know what I'm saying? Uh, ja Rule at one point, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would listen to Kud. That shit it was hard, you know what I'm mean? saying? And um, what's Shine, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I was engulfed in this stuff, you know what I'm saying? And just seeing the stuff that it did for people, you know what I'm saying? I, I wanted that. You know what I'm saying? I said, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna get that. You now know when you did
2: you start playing around with rap? Um was this in high school with you nah, nah, zero point
3: zero? No. Tell <me>. uh-huh, him <laughs> <laughs> uh nah, it was it was way before that. It was middle so, school. Oh, it was so middle it was the school. before that. Yeah, so you
2: rapping school. already in high school then?
3: Yeah, it was middle school. Yeah. Okay. Rapping in high school was I was dancing for real. I was like a dancer. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I used to be in the hallway dancing. Everybody be turned up on a Friday. <laughs> Somebody on the locker. I crank that whole bitch up, you know. What <laughs> what <I mean? laughs> so you, you was
4: offset before offset. How you be oh, yeah, doing? Oh yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I was, uh, nah, I was way more like Chris Brownish. Oh, you oh. was really pop locking. Yeah. yeah, I was, I was lit. Nah, I was. I mean, you can ask Man, the I don't city. i be seeing you dancing nah, in the club. You can, you can ask the city though. You can ask people that really, really know me. You know what I'm saying? The blind hella scrappy. You know what I'm saying? What? Like, you went Cisco? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mama made me do it <laughs> uh, for real. I swear to God. So, so does this correlate with your mom? Did
2: your mom, did you tell your mom that I want to rap? I want to be a yeah, rapper. And yeah, she yeah. kind of
3: just said, "I, right, I got you." Well, I showed her that I was serious. I was with. Um, I don't know if y'all remember the group SWAT team uh, back in the day that we hate Pastor Troy. Yeah, uh, we hate. Hey, hey, yeah, so I was running, I was right, running around man. with them. Um,
4: Where you meet them at?
3: Uh, school, see the okay. girl Everybody was at see the grow, and you know I, I just I don't know how I latched on to that that shit, man. That shit was just it was that crunk era, man. It was just I don't know why the man hated Pastor Troy like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it, it was fun. It was fun, and I and I would they would never let me go on stage with them though. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, "Y'all stay over here," and I'm like, "Shit, y'all be coming to get me when we fighting and shit. Like, well, I won't get on stage." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I wanted that. That, that presence that they had on stage I felt like You know I I supposed to have that I supposed to be Somebody like that You know what I'm saying And I just kept doing it I just kept rapping Rapping I had The first song I made Was just like that shit, bad. That shit was horrible. <laughs> you know what you I mean? remember it? Yeah, it was like get them scrappy, get them. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> It was real corny. <laughs> like I don't it, think anybody like they first saw it, it, it. was like not where I come from at all. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, bro, you you from the hood? Because <laughs> I because I, I really I never like the the way I was raised. I never wanted to like acknowledge that shit. You know what I'm saying? I never wanted to. Um, Run with that shit and let that shit be my story, you know what I'm saying I, I always wanted a fake story, like mm-hmm. I didn't grow up hard i I didn't grow up in the ghetto, I wanted to be like suburban, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I was like my story when I came I was like shit i I just got a boot camp man i just i just uh graduated and everything I got my GED and high school diploma i got and I got a whole scholarship. I was on that shit, you know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying until I seen that you know being honest and you know just. Letting people know your story is like the realest shit in the world, cause somebody else out there may need that, like a little kid or something. That, cause I, I mean, it was no future for me. You know, I did not see none of this shit. I, I believed in myself. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the work in, but I ain't think this shit was gonna ever happen.
4: Did you graduate? Yeah. Okay.
3: What you I think was like the boot camp was. So you got your GED. Yeah, I got my GED. I got a high school diploma. Because after you get your GED, they start putting up other stuff. You can get this right here. <laughs> and I mean, you you sitting down there for six, for half a year. So you're like, okay. like Sh- I got to do something. You know what I'm saying? So I want to, you know, I want to make my mama happy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want to come home. You know what I'm saying? Like, look what I did, mom. Change, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? What and, was um, boot
4: camp like? Was it like a.
3: <laughs> uh, um. <clears throat> Like
4: a um what do you call it? like a basic training? Like did you have to stay in a facility? Yeah,
3: yeah. Like um it was hard when I first was down there. Like I go down there every now and then to look at the kids, talk to the kid, but it they, they they spoil down there. Now when I went down there, either it's either that of jail.
4: Is it, like, in the middle of Georgia?
3: Yeah, it's in, it was in Augusta. Oh, wow. Right outside of Augusta, mm. the military base. Fort Gordon, that's what it was. So what time did y'all, did y'all have to, like, wake up early? And- Four o'clock in the morning. Woo! Yeah. And, you, you know, they make you go to sleep at 6.30, 7 o'clock. Unless unless you know knuckle here, you know we in there fighting and doing mm-hmm. all that shit. But that like, changes you though. Oh yeah, no, it was like jail. It's like it was like jail. Like basically, you know what I mean? I thought I was doing something, I had blunt hair, so I said, nah, I'm gonna cut my own hair so they can't goddamn fuck with my shit. When I get down there, he said, Nah, nah. He got a shape up. I don't like that. Let me cut his hair. Oh. <laughs> Sit down. He had a like, ball.
2: He gave you a ball. They gave you a murder one. All almost. You had to low, low low low.
3: And then you know I had the blood patches <laughs> and shit all over there. This sound
4: like major pain. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm imagining too, major
3: nah, pain. No, nah, no, nah. <laughs> that shit I'm talking about like the way they woke us up cuz like that night, man, you heard all the bitch ass motherfuckers crying and shit. They was crying in there. ain't never been away from their parents. I ain't never had been away neither so, but I'm like I like I don't even want to be he ain't finna be like. I that. ain't about to be yeah, crying. crying, yeah. crying. Like, I'm in the, I just say I wanna make the best of the situation. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I'm, you know, it was day one. I ain't wanna I just didn't want to think about it. I'm like, I yeah, got a long time. This was like a... All that happened to me. Like when I came home, bro, I was like, I was a whole nother person. I was bro. Ask you, how did you
2: feel when you came home? I was a whole nother person. More con- like focused on like success?
3: I was I was rocked up. I was rocked up old girlfriend was on the nigga and shit I said boy nigga I'm finna I'm finna do my dream I'm finna do my dream I'm finna start that shit finna start and rapping start that shit that when I made head bustle you know Ooh, I mean? that's oh. when you made head mm-hmm. So soon I came up so the that inspiration
2: moment. was the fight was all them fights out all that nah the, shit, the inspiration
3: or? was the inspiration <laughs> I just learned how to fight better and, uh, and I got bigger as a, as a young nigga you know what I'm saying cause I was lifting weights you know we doing push ups early in the morning we do and the way we did workouts it was like not the regular shit that niggas do every day, like count regular one, two, three, like four. Like
2: guerrilla warfare. It was warfare. like, like mm-hmm. when we do
3: push-up, we do one, two, three. That's one. One, two, three, two. And we'll do like 100 of them bitches. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So you doing like 200 push-ups, don't even know it. You feel what I'm saying? Every day. You know what I'm saying? Sit up, same way. Running, we had us running. I used to run like twelve miles a day. You know what I'm saying? So,
4: so you got Headbuster. Take us on the journey of that session. Like, how did you end up at the studio with the beat?
3: So, so the inspiration for Headbuster when I came when I came back from boot camp. All my homies and shit. Like I say, the Swats and everybody. There was uh, LT Drama, um, DJ Threat. Uh It was it was, a, it was a lot of us, man. Uh, Pooh Baby. All my guys man you know what I'm saying we uh we was like just doing shows and stuff doing like um talent shows and stuff like local shows yeah and then but when we hit the club though I would notice that when I'm with I'm the little guy but I'd be with all my cuz all everybody we some head bosses. we some head and they would just run we would just be running through the club every club the megaplex wherever, just running through the club uh uh what was the other one? um MBK, all that shit. We was running through the club, screaming. We some headbusses, and if anybody get mad, cause they got bold in the face or they shoe got stepped on, we fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but we would be lit like that, and it was like some a real chant that everybody knew in the club. And I, and like God put that on my heart. He would like make the song.
2: But where did Lil John come? Because I know Lil John started Lil John, as a DJ.
3: Yeah, Lil John came in after he already had, um, he had just be-a. put out. Beer, um, beer? uh He had just put out, um, I, don't I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Okay, okay, okay. They had just came out with Crazy Bone and Mystical. I remember that. So um, he, was, he was on that note.
2: Dun, dun, dun,
3: dun, dun. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. kind
4: of the same cadence that We Some Headbusters yeah. kind of sounded like his his yeah. Uh, style.
3: Yeah, but I was really, I wasn't really a crunk rapper at the time. I, w- I would get, I mean, that was just how shit, we get crunk in the club. That's just, you know, natural yeah. Atlanta shit. But I remember doing that song, and that's the song that caught everybody's attention. And because they, they would see us go around to all the clubs doing that shit, as soon as I performed that bitch, the whole crowd knew it. Everybody was in that bitch. Even niggas I was with were like, damn, bro, like, and nigga made this shit, shit hard, bro. Like, you know what I mean? So, it went from that to I would, I linked up with Trivia because L.A. and Trivia used to be a promoter. You know what I'm saying? He was with the Neighborhood Superstars, and him and um my homie um now um uh, Smurf Smurf world Smurf world Smurf world, Smurf world at Smurf L.A. World. They was they was promoting and stuff like that, and Neighborhood Superstars they would put me on the stage and um. Um, yeah, Lil'O and uh Rest in Peace Wallow, uh Big Wallow, and Man, then Big And, Wallo. and then Man. it was um Shannard and Moet. Moet Mr. Long Two live Weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Long Live Shunard. Mr. Two Weeks, that was Shannard and Moet, they was like together promoting, they would put me on the stage and they put me on that one stage. That one stage that uh Vince Phillips came to, you know what I'm saying? And One uh, Time for Vince. Yeah, one time for Vince and Orlando McGee. But I was in there. I, I would shut the show down at the aquarium on the east side, Moira Drive. Okay. And like, Trillville would uh, open up, like kind of like go right on before me. So Trillville already had got that bitch lit off Never Ever, cause it was it was newer than Hairbust. Did you write that? I wrote my verse. Okay, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's okay. it. John put me on on Never Ever. It was just okay. Trillville at first. Never. Uh, John wanted me on there cause he said I was. You know, Scrappy and I had a hard verse. When he was like, I like it. So on there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but um they would do never ever. When I came out and did head bustle, that motherfucker erupted. Like the whole club was fighting. Like it was not the one person that went fighting. I even got to fight now. You know what i mean? It was crazy. Like, I'm sitting there rapping that shit. And like when I used to have the grill of gold in my mouth, and I got them mugging, man. I just seen that motherfucker get hit with a pool stick. Wow. I was like, oh, <laughs> Damn. shit. Then bottle come across. Boom. Wow. Then the nigga right there go, wow, wow. And he just started fighting Fight. in front of me, fighting behind me. I was like, oh, shit. I jumped off the stage because this shit was just going. It was just like, I'm talking about them motherfucker were telling the nigga, turn that shit off. Turn it <laughs> off. Like, <it's- laughs> I'm talking about
2: It, it was, always started fights Your music yeah. always started fights Yeah I was gonna, I was, was gonna say
3: that I think that the whole Crunk
4: era was fight time Yeah that
3: motherfucker Shut that bitch down like, I'm talking about It wasn't no more music All you heard was Scuffling all over that bitch Scuffling Yeah security always Used to get
2: mad When you play when they played your records Man like, listen That nigga genre. Vince
3: Came out there With his tie all done He was like Hey man Come to the office Monday <laughs> man Like we need to get your signed, Man you need to be on me." And I was just like mm. Wow I was like for real I was like Alright you know what I mean But when I got there, I was like, "Man, I'm finna be signed with Lil Jon. Like, this shit finna be crazy." But um, that was that was how I got with John.
4: How did it change your life once you signed?
3: It didn't. It didn't change my life. I just I I, I looked at it, and my perspective was it was different. It was like the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't get no money or nothing like that or up front mm-hmm. or nothing like that. It was just the opportunity that I could stand next to John. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying.
4: Being that you didn't get any money, did you own your masters in your publishing?
3: I I, had, I signed a bad deal. <laughs> when and I didn't first, get no money. I yeah. think everybody signed a bad yeah, deal. I I they signed first contract. contract. always your bad. Is a yeah, bad yeah. Deal. I, I don't usually. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't even want to say it was a bad deal. It Was just. It was a bad deal. <laughs> you wasn't thinking like, man, where my signing bonus? Where my advance? Nah, I was looking at the opportunity. When did you
2: realize that maybe it wasn't favorable? Did you realize that down the line or did you know that up front?
3: I realized that down the line, but okay. I, but with me, I never care. I never really care. I never uh, took that and been like, oh, my God, they fucked me over. and I, I just be like, shit, I was a young nigga. I ain't really feel like you know reading, going to pay for a lawyer, all that shit. And that's what it got me, you know. And what you, you had to, you got the opportunity that you was looking for. Yeah, but 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 God just blessed me. Like I had good lawyers, I had good managers. I was with Chris Lighting, mm-hmm. uh Violator, and Mona at the time, so they they was able to get me uh, my publishing back. I was able oh. to get um, you know a lot of stuff back that they had took. You know what I'm saying? And um, it just is God, man. God, he definitely saved it my is life. It's a blessing, though. Yeah. So how was it? How did it feel when you get your first check? Like, at what time period did you get your first, you know, big check from? Um, it, it was it was a Warner Brothers check. Uh, it was when we did the deal with Warner Brothers, um, and, and um, they called it Wea Warner Electric and Atlantic. Um, I did that deal. That's when they. That's when we uh, put out No Problem and Never Ever and all the other stuff. And um, that's the first check I got. It was like. I want to say 50,000, something like that. I gave song to my mama, song to my manager, and I kept the real. So
4: when did you become a dad?
3: Uh, I think when I was 21. And yeah. this
4: is when, what time in your life?
3: This is after No Problem here, but it's after Scrappy done went all the way up.
4: I know, that's why so I kind of figured that we kind of at that stop. Because you went here. up
3: at a very young age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: So where did you meet Erica.
3: Uh, I'm in Eric in the club doing this shit. Like was, I was doing head bustle. Like, yeah.
4: What uh attracted her to you or Well you attracted- I, always,
3: I always used to see her around and stuff. Like I used to be like I could see her, but I would be scared to talk to her. Like I'd be like, Man, that'd be a fine fine And I'm talking everybody was on her too, like everybody was on her head. And I was like, dang so when I did try to talk to her, we were just so cool, um, uh, we was just so cool, we just used to hang out. Just like how they be seeing her hang out now, we were just mm-hmm. doing that. We were just hanging out and uh, just having fun. And like one day she just came, she was like, shoot, like if we're going to do it, we got to do it. I'm like, do what? You know what I mean? She was like, you know what I mean? You, you want to be with me, you got to be with me, got to be for real. I'm like, hell yeah. I'm, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm talking about you going to be mine? Like... like Hell hey, yeah, boy! Like I was excited, like a motherfucker. Is this,
4: after, <laughs> yeah. is this after a few dates or like? No,
3: it was a long time. It was like a year or something like that. Like, oh wow, it was a long time. It felt felt like years. So, what know?
4: was y'all first date?
3: Oh man, dang! I think we went to the movies or something. Our daddy didn't like me neither. So uh, she, did you ever win them over? Oh, yeah, now, like, okay. nowadays, you know what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> like, he didn't like <laughs> you yeah, at first. He was like, why I mean, you bringing this rapper Like I used to pull up with my shirt off and stuff. Like, like man, put your shirt on, man. I'm like, I came in for my lady, <laughs> baby, you know what i mean? <laughs> I think about one time he got out of the car, he had a big-ass strap. He was walking in the house. I'm like, man, you know you ain't got to walk in the house with the gun out like that. Man, nobody I mean, you were a little scrappy, girl. Girl. I was about to say, no <laughs> problems <laughs> here, Buster. Yeah, yeah. Wild young guy. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, you know, like, I, was, I would take care of Erica, though. That was, that was my baby, though.
4: Yeah. yeah, so when you guys had Imani, how did that change you guys' life?
3: Oh, man, you know, Imani is my baby, man, you know what I'm saying? Or when yeah. you
4: found out she was pregnant, what was your first
3: Oh, I was cousin? happy. I was excited. Yeah, I was excited. I was in Miami, too. Uh, she called me. She was like, nigga, I'm pregnant. I said, what? yeah. What's up? Yeah, I was happy. I couldn't wait. You know what I'm saying? It. I feel like, you know, with our situation, um, we, was just, we was just super young, man, and then she had a baby, and her and my mama didn't get along, and that shit was just hell for me. I was like, I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> but I can tell that you and her have a good friendship. Yeah, yeah, because I, like I said, we were cool before we even did anything, before we even had a baby, anything. Like, we were cool, and then... She would be one of the ones on stage with me, like, selling my CDs and Oh, dope. Uh, she up there with me like, hey, brother, it just be me and her. And she so like, why why
2: why didn't it why didn't it work out Cause we were Scrappy? too
3: young, man. It was it was it was a lot of stuff that had happened and we did not know about mental health issues. Mm-hmm. We did not know that Thank you for saying that. You know, we did not know that everybody had mama issues and um um what you call it when somebody leave you. Uh, abandonment. Okay, abandonment mm-hmm. issues and stuff like that. So it's a lot that came with it. And then, you know, we had the baby and Then y'all just, broke up? Yeah, it was just crazy. Then you got married? Yeah. And got yeah. and had three more? Was it three is it three? No, no, no. I got one with her, but I got three, three more. Yeah, three more babies. Yeah. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. With
5: more of the Baller Alert Show
1: Delve into the visceral world of hip hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in depth exploration into the formative artists. From police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's
0: go.
5: Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. And I can't wait for you to check it out. The
3: closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit.
5: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: You're listening to a special edition of the Baller Alert Show. Hey, you are now tuned in to the Baller Alert Show. It's a boy scrapped what, what what
2: is what is the situation shit with your with your ex-wife
3: I don't have an ex-wife you oh, still you married? married? No, no no I never was married that when I get married when I do get married that's gonna be the first time I get married that's, that's the first time you're gonna acknowledge <laughs> that you get married yeah you
4: reborn again You I'm uh, reborn. born again a yeah. uh, single guy
3: because because that 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 right, what I did went through that that was horrible like I never, I don't wish that on my what, worst enemy. How
4: did that impact you? Yeah,
3: I just, I, like I said, I don't wish, I don't wish that on my worst enemy. Like you know for what your saying?
4: mental health, and I know you was talking about narcissism.
3: Yeah, um, I had got diagnosed with narcissistic abuse. Like I was, I was like, what? Like, what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, meaning you have that, or somebody? You received a, that? I received that. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I received. Um, I was with a person that was very narcissistic. And just was too much into they self to even pour back into my cup, you know what I'm saying? So it was a lot poured, but none poured back in, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't I ain't one of the ones, man. Like I, I fought for where I'm at now. The peace I got now, I wish I would have always had this. I never was alone. And I'm not telling I'm not saying like the person was um the worst person in the world. You know what I'm saying? And it was all the the person's fault because I had like a ton of shit, you know. Ton of fault. The reason why we not together anymore, but it's like at the same time I caught caught on to what was going on. You know what I'm saying? And the peace I have right now, I pray I pray that everybody get that peace. You know what I'm saying? In in the marriage or out of marriage, I pray that people get this peace that I peace. got right now because I was in pieces but now I'm at peace, you feel me? And this is, it's, that, that's I've never felt this in my life. You, you feel happen. me? I had never felt this in my life, bro. like. This level of, of level, yeah, level, this is, level, this clarity? Of peace. Yeah, yeah. You- clarity, like, I never been in the house by myself and just got to know me, mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm. I never got a chance to know who I was. I I can't ask God to give me somebody to love me if I don't even love myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I had to start loving myself. You know what I'm saying? And when the when the person see that you don't know yourself, they can they can go in your mind and run a run a muck in it. You know what I'm saying? They can run a muck in it. To the point where I ain't even wanna rap no more. You know what I'm saying? I ain't wanna do nothing. I just I used to just be at the house. I was a good daddy though. I stayed in the house being a good daddy, being a good husband that I thought I could be and you know, if you with somebody that's a narcissistic person, none of that would never be good enough. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking I done been in there with my babies all day. And then next thing you know, people coming in there like, I got to help her. I got to help her. Well, I'm like, well, what the fuck I've been doing all day? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck I've been doing? Like, you call these people fuck. You know what I'm saying? But, you know.
4: What does she want you to do?
3: It was like two, three different lists. Like from the beginning to the end, it was like the list kept changing. Every time I conquer this, the list go up. It is the most shit. And you, you can't help, you can't love on me until I do this or this, this is this. And this is this. And I'm like, huh, this is horrible. Like, what kind of shit is this? Like, that's why I say I want marriage. Marriage, uh, even when you, um, when you get a divorce, an uh, ex-wife or ex-husband, they will want their kids to be happy. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't want to cause friction with the other side of the family and kids and the kids. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of stuff be going on, man, and that's why I just I take myself out of it. Only thing I do is deal with my kids. That's it. I don't I don't deal with the mama. I deal strictly with my kids. Judge I already wrote up what we got to do. I don't. There's no reason to talk. There's no you know no reason to argue. Long as we follow the guidelines right here, and I do what I'm supposed to do as a daddy, we don't have to talk. Do you think eventually that
2: things will get better?
3: I think it's better. I think I think that. So you
2: like you're you're comfortable with
3: how it is? I'm very comfortable with how it is. I don't have to see her. I don't have to be around her. I don't have to none of that. I can just be with my kids, and that's like the that's peaceful, man. Like that's peaceful to me. You know what I'm saying? Waking up with my babies, cooking for them taking them to school, you know what I'm saying, doing homework, going out for for vacation, going to staycations, going to play wherever they want to go play. My kids got all the toys in the world. Like, I love it. Okay, so what's up with my guy Chaotic, man? <laughs> That's my brother. Why is he, when did he insert, did he, <laughs> <laughs> He he has an obsession with me. You and Erica. Yeah, he has an obsession with me and Erica. <laughs> I'm, that's what I feel. I feel like everybody having an obs- obsession with me and Erica, and we're not even together. Like we just hang out. And everybody just go crazy. Like I think people like how happy you guys look together. I mean,
2: we I look happy. there is, a, there, there is an affinity with uh, with you two though that you guys do look. But good, I together. look.
3: I look good by myself <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, but you it, be looking it, real happy you look, in those, in those in but those. I
4: will say the first, since the first time you came on our show you look better than, when,
2: than thank you, you, you were so,
3: so you see
2: cause I wasn't here I heard you looked a little, a little stressed out man you, so, you were stressed you out was. so
3: you see so you see the difference mm-hmm. thank God I wasn't here but wait I'm glad I'm glad God allowed y'all to see the <laughs> difference cause I just talked that what I was just talking about like my auntie seen me and she was like yo like you need help. <laughs> so, Erica is single, right? Yeah.
2: So, you not, y'all I mean, not gonna spin so the block?
3: I'm single. I just wanna. I well, mean, you said spin the block? Yeah, I mean, I, a, listen, I've only, I only been up out of this divorce since June, since the first. Day of June. So you just gonna allow some time to just. I just I, it just feel good right now. Okay. It's like it's like a it's, I'm in my selfish bag right now. Okay. Like no, and I just that's want... fine.
4: You trying to find your peace Yeah, I like I like
3: like like that's why everybody be getting mad at me because I do my wake up videos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, for real. No, man. but
4: another one, a person that's single who just seemed like they just came out of left field is Diamond. Oh yeah. Man. Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: How that's... did how did that happen? And why she um, keep posting these texts with you or her? I don't know, man. I, I just think. <laughs> yo, I just think it's sad, man, that we couldn't be cool, man. I just think it's sad. But man. I thought y'all was dating.
4: You didn't make her think another thing?
3: You know, I probably did. You mm. know, through going through my little pain. But my auntie, my mama, everybody was telling her, like, look at that boy alone. He going through something. Like, he just, you know what I'm saying, he just got a divorce. He ain't been divorced that long. Let him, let him breathe a little. You know what I'm saying? And, uh I don't know. I think she wanted something to happen faster, and I'm 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 gonna move on my own note because I just got out of a, a motherfucker trying to tell me what to do 24 seven. They're still trying mama. to heal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. and, yeah. and I don't want to cause no pain to nobody. You know what I'm saying. I you know, just you know, a hurt man. I hurt a lot of shit why he hurt. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. He, he'll fuck some shit up. So I just want to like not keep doing the same thing.
4: But not only with the air cut, I think you have a lot of fans invested in you and Diamond's relationship, too, because it was always speculated, and then people speculated up into the BET Awards, and Mm. then, you know, like, y'all got together, and like you said, she may have wanted it to go that way, but you Mm. were just, like...
3: I'm stagnant, Mm. you know what I'm saying, because, you know, of of me and her past, and how I ended, it wasn't on me. You feel what I'm saying? I didn't do nothing to nobody, but... It's like, you know, it's a, I got trust issues right now. Mm. You know, and I think that um, the more I trust myself, the more I can grow into myself and trust myself, I'll probably be able to trust somebody else one day.
4: Why did it end with y'all?
3: Back in the day? Mm hmm. Oh, I mean, it's, go online. You can Google it. You know what I'm saying? She, it she, it real quick. It, she cheated on you. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't said you said it. <laughs> I mean, everybody's Do was you saying? think that's
4: why you will never, like, go there with her
3: uh it was some other stuff that that it was stuff that a person like the stuff that that she just did the posting the picture and the, the text message that's like not something i trust you know that's not something that make me feel like i can trust somebody you know what i'm saying um you know it, it's is it's almost like baby mama number two it's like you they want people to look at me a certain kind of way. They want people to look at me in a bad way. You know what I'm saying? Because they see people look at me in a good way, positive way. And they want people to look at me very fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So I I leave that to God, and I just be like, that's crazy because I ain't do nothing to you. You know what I'm saying? I still ain't did nothing to you. And the more you keep trying to, I guess, expose me, um. It's just gonna make me not trust you. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna make me go all the way in the corner somewhere and just be like, when I walk, when I see you, I just keep going. You know what I'm saying? Cause you can't, you can't be, you can't be mad at somebody for having feelings and reacting to it. But at the same time, the way you do it is gonna, it's going its going to have an outcome on how I feel about you and how I treat the situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I think that, yeah, that it, it, it seems like Diamond thinks that you guys are in a relationship based on her reaction after seeing, you know, you and the blogs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, me, me and Erica and I'm like, why I can't be with my baby mama and just take my daughter to school down to college? Why I can't go get in the jacuzzi with my baby mama? There is nobody telling me what to do. There is nobody. You're single. Yeah, I'm single. There is nobody in. I don't the, think she. I mean, I mean, say, but, I mean, but you can go look at you can go look at her pictures. Like she's all in a nigga car in another nigga car. I don't got no Rolls Royce. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
4: She could be doing that to make try to make you jealous.
3: But that ain't. I mean, you think you gonna be? I'm gonna be fucking with you. You in another nigga car? I'm not finna fuck with you. Like I'm cool. Like, like take you serious. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm cool. I was just I just seen you in another nigga car. I mean, hey, how you doing? We cool. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, I'm not. I'm not an idiot. But you, you can't know? take her to the BET Awards and say that y'all just cool. I think a lot of men take women to the BET Awards, <laughs> and I think they're cool. You feel me? <laughs> I probably, like I said, I probably did uh, mistakenly lead her on. You know what I'm saying? Because I was in a bad place. You know what I'm saying? I was, um, I did need somebody. She was there for me. You know what I'm saying? I didn't drove the girl car and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like she didn't gave me more conversation uh, than I really needed. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate her that. But when it come to, you know, favorite people you gotta just let God deal with them. You, you you start trying to fight them yourself, then you get the bad end of the stick. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if people notice that I'm a highly favored person. Very favored by God. And it ain't gonna go right. Like, you
4: single and you friends with your baby mama. And I'm and always. And I'm number a, one, baby mama baby number one. Baby mama number only. one is
3: always gonna be in my life. We always gonna be friends, no matter who come in, who go. You feel what I'm saying? She's always gonna be there. I mean, I mean, you know, she done already told everybody, like, go go, hit him. Hit his DM up. You know what I'm saying? He's single. Ooh, they don't be listening. Like, they just want me to be with her. <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: And then you know they had a field day when y'all did that play date at your house.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do everything I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's that's what life's about, doing what you want to do, what you think. As long as you ain't really—I ain't putting my, my kids in no danger. You know what I'm saying? So
4: Did Baby Mama number 2 hit you about that?
3: I think she did. I don't remember. I'm don't pretty remember. sure
4: she was mad.
3: I don't I'm Shit, I don't see why not. Shit, they all the kids playing. You feel what I'm saying? It ain't like uh, Erica holding a baby or something like that, doing all that. Yeah, we ain't doing all that. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, how I look at it, man, I don't be worried about what's going on in her in her house with my kids. I I feel that she will protect my kids. I pray to God protect them and I keep that faith on it and I go on about my business. I don't she, call man. her asking her what's going on and all that little shit because I, I ain't got nothing to do with that. You know, I got something to do with my house.
4: And you're know? not concerned with if she get with anybody or anything?
3: Like she done told people, she whipped somebody so like the day, like I told her the day you put them around my babies you know what I'm saying, I like to meet them and that's the only time I'm going to say something to them just to see, you know, who around my babies. Other than that, you feel comfortable with him being around your kids, then good. You know, them your kids too.
4: Yeah. That's and that's the only baby. time that's
3: you'll be around before. her at this time. I just don't, I don't they, they babies, man. I ain't got, ain't got time to be petty and be going through this shit my whole life or they whole life. Because like, nah, you already been through it, right? Yeah, yeah. I got shit to do. You know what I'm saying? I got to be able to take care of them and not be running behind their mama seeing who they mama with and What she doing and all that? I ain't got time for that shit. Mm I don't give a fuck.
4: Well, and you also doing music again?
3: Yeah, yeah. What's up with that? Yeah, let's talk about that, please. I got my, um, you know, my label is TCE, The Committee Entertainment. I got uh, D the Problem, Swift the Player, you know what I'm saying? We got a new single finna drop called Going Up. Shit is hard, out of here. And I got a single with Spice that's coming out in the springtime called Pull Up On Me. Shit is crazy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Spice went bananas Any like, touring coming spice?
4: up too
0: or
3: uh in the summertime okay. we we got a uh, uh me John, crime up Trillville, and some more people. We're gonna go All right, now you're going Cry-ma. back All on there right with yeah.
4: Crime Mob. What?
3: Nah, I was about to say, <laughs> I mean, how, that, I mean, how that's going to work? That's, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm the reason y'all know Crime like, Mob. You know I mean, okay. What I'm yeah, how but,
4: did you discover Crime Mob? They went
3: up. they they was in the area. They was at uh, Cedar Grove and Chapel Hill. So I was able to snatch, snatch the one that was at Cedar Grove and bring them around the, the person who I was doing the deal with, and then we signed Yeah. Them. yeah.
4: Just real quick, what made you um did diamond come on to you or did you come on to her in that time
3: when when y'all when you first got got together in crime mob uh i think i think it was me yeah i think it was me yeah i know it was me for sure (laughs) sure. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i forgot how it happened but oh my
4: gosh well i hope y'all can you know find some peace within yourselves on this tour
3: i'm peaceful (laughs)
4: <laughs> I, know, I mean, I just feel like, I just feel like the Cordial blogs peace. are going to be brewing around this no, time I'm Y'all
3: going to do be on tour I'm together? I'm going to do We was just on That's why I'm divorced now Because we was on tour together <laughs> <laughs> it was, The divorce was coming regardless Because we was just That uh, was like the nail in the coffin Yeah, that was the nail in the coffin And I'm glad it happened Mm-hmm. glad it happened thank Oop. God Jesus is good yeah you <laughs> seem like you're in good spirit now I
4: love it man we so yeah. proud of you proud you look good because uh, before you. you know it looked like you don't been in the gym oh
3: yeah I stay in that gym every mm-hmm. day <laughs> that, that's that where it first got me mm. yeah, I started working on my body and then my body transformed my mind and my mind transformed the spirit is yeah. is real deep you know yeah. what I'm saying and uh, just to shout out the three movies that I'm I'm in this year um one on call I hate I love you um, it's gonna be out either the spring or summertime um, the other one I forgot the other two names oh. I forgot the other two names. But, you know, the the main one is uh, I, hate, I, I Hate I Love You. And that's, I played a big role in that. Y'all will be seeing that this year. Hopefully I can get y'all to come to the red carpet. Let's go. Minute. Man, you let's know. set it up. Hey, let's you, see, we'll set that listen, up. you always easy. show
4: up for us, so yeah. we're going to be there for you. Yeah, come pull
3: up, man. For real.
4: Yeah, before we get out of here, though, we do have a pep talk with Lil Scrappy.
3: Hey, what's happening? It's your boy, Bitch Scrap. Just to give you some motivational, uh, some spiritual talk, man. Some elevation, man. Um... I just want to say, man, everybody keep your head up because you know these are crazy times. You know what I'm saying? Keep your faith in God or keep your faith in whatever you believe in. You know what I'm saying? I believe in God and he done got me this far. With which each goal and dream that you want to conquer comes sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you're sacrificing the right things and not yourself and not your family. Make sure you're loving everybody and you're being a positive influence to people. Even though it hurt, think of... Put your mind in the perspective of happiness and peace and love and where you want to go in life and let God lead you. You know what I'm saying? We know where we want to go, but God already got our footsteps ordered. So, man, tap into yourself, to your spirit. Love yourself because ain't nobody going to love you like you love you. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody going to hate you like you hate you. You know what I'm saying? So, tap in, dog. Love. B-b-b-balling!
5: Can't get enough of Baller Alert? Follow us on all social media platforms at Baller Alert. Log on to BallerAlert.com.
1: Delve into the visceral world of hip hop with the Gangster Chronicles.